chat. What is going on, fellow chatters? Today on the show, I get a chance to chat with writer, director, and producer Mike Veerman from the podcast Mike on Much. We chat about the transition of taking that podcast to Crave, as well as what was Mike's first podcast he listened to. The coffee that is along for the ride today is homebrewed. And now, here is Mike Veerman. Well, thanks for joining me today, Mike. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you in. Um, actually, the first question I do is, is how did the Michael Much podcast come into collaboration with the uh, Much Digi- Digital Studios, uh, especially considering that they're a, a visual medium? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting fit. Um, so I'm I'm like an employee at Bell Media in my day job. I like write and direct commercials for what we like. We have an in-house agency, um, and because I've been here for for quite some time, uh, one of my original creative directors actually had sort of moved on to become the vice president of all of like sort of specialty and digital. And around the time that Max uh, and myself and Shane were starting the podcast. Um, we set up a meeting with him because they were like, hey, would much be interested in sort of, you know, doing a collaboration with us on this podcast? And he said, you know, we're actually just about to start this much digital studio thing. This is what we're looking at. It's not like all these YouTubers. Do you think you could fit under that umbrella? And we were like, we're down for whatever you want to do, but we're not like YouTubers. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like you said, it is very different. A lot of the creators are are visual or they were established like YouTube stars or had like really popular channels. We were like a startup audio podcast, but yeah, they've, they found a way to put it under that umbrella. We kind of snuck it in. Basically what we did was we put our audio podcast on YouTube every episode. And we're like, yep, it's on YouTube. <laughs> so how, did, <laughs> how does that in. fit in with the, the other sort of YouTube creators? Um, do you have them on your show or do you go on their shows? How does that all sort yeah. of blend in together? It's interesting. I kind of think of it almost like um, a record label more than like us. Like, you know, like a label would have a bunch of different bands and those bands wouldn't necessarily work together. They have different genres of music. Like, so the way I mean, as far as our relationship with the other creators, we see them around and stuff. um, And actually Shane and I in our day jobs have like worked with them to create promos and things like that, just sort of outside of the pod. But uh, we've had on Just Rain, who's a much creator. But, uh, you know, because he, he's obviously done very interesting things. And we've talked to Dan Roto, but there's no, like, sort of, um, you know, direction from the top where it's like you have to have the creators on your show or they would ever have us, like, on their stuff in a collaboration sense. I mean, if it, if it makes sense, we're, we're certainly down. But it's all very sort of separate and siloed. Like, they all do their things individually and we do our thing. Yeah, we're all happy to be on the same team, but it's not necessarily connected in any way. Okay. And now, uh, I guess the big news happened this fall where you're you're taking your podcast and moving it to the small screen with Crave. How's that yeah, tra- How's yeah. that transition going? Oh, man. Well, I mean, just like it's been such an exhilarating, exciting, but challenging and sort of scary uh, thing to, to transfer over. Because, again, like we're not like on-air people – by design, you know, we're behind the scenes guys, Shane and I uh, specifically, Max obviously is very out front as the singer of the Arkells, but um, I guess it kind of felt like a natural transition or people have talked to us in the past about maybe doing something for television. And when this opportunity came up again, uh, through our, our contacts here at Bell Media, who, you know, they just really believed in the podcast. They loved listening to it. Um, you know, we'd had over a hundred episodes and, and interviews with sort of big names. And so, we kind of had this pedigree and this track record where they wanted to slide us over to Crave. And we were like, shoot, like, do we even know how to make a TV show? <laughs> like we, we've kind of jumped into it, like sort of 
open to everything and, and trying to figure out what works best for us while maintaining everything that we think makes the podcast special, which is like the three of us, sort of our chemistry and all that. And how do we transfer that over to a TV format? And, you know, all the weird stuff that comes with it, like TV makeup and the studio and all that stuff and the pacing and the timing. And do people even want to watch guides talk anymore? You know, does it have to be more visual? All of those conversations have kept us up at night and made us really sort of, you know, uh, just think a lot about the best way to like make it watchable, not only for our listeners, but for potentially new people that have never even heard of us. And how is that sort of uh, t- trying to take sort of you guys sitting around in a room talking and trying to project that onto onto TV? Is it going to be sort of the same format and you bring in a guest or is it going to be something a little bit different? Yeah, we've actually followed the format for uh, our podcast first. So for anyone listening that doesn't know our podcast, we open with the three of us, Max, Shane, and myself sort of catching up talking about anything from the Arkells being on tour to what might be going on in our lives. And then the middle of the show, like the sort of the meat is a sit down interview where I do a long form conversation with somebody in entertainment uh, or creative, uh, you know, actor, director, musician, whatever. And then the end is Shane doing what we call the dessert because he was supposed to sort of review a movie or a, uh, music or something but he's literally only done that like three times out of like 120 episodes mostly he just came on and was talking about tinder dates and then eventually met his wife and it was so funny what we're doing is we're taking that format from the podcast and we're literally transferring it over the tv show so we open with the three of us uh talking thematically usually about whoever that major guest is that day um and then it's me doing an interview with that guest uh, usually off-site in a different studio just because we had to do the interviews whenever we could get them. Um, and then we close with Shane doing a really funny um, comedic sort of like uh, sort of between two ferns style interview with uh, different celebrities that like junkets and here at the building. But yeah, I mean, it's difficult because like, like you said, like we talk off the top and if you're listening and, you know, to a podcast, you might be working out or you mm-hmm. might be running errands, but for a TV show, you kind of got to commit to sitting down and watching us. So we were like, is how can we make it entertaining? And so what we did was we, you know, we put in visuals, we, we cut to like photos of stuff that we're talking about. And hopefully that lends itself to sort of some entertaining comedy and just, you feel like you're hanging out with the three of us, you know, all together. Well, I think it sort of brings in a little bit of a, a, a different atmosphere, especially with somebody now watching it. It's that now they'll hear you on the podcast, see you on the show, and all of a sudden they're your friend in, yeah, in a really so, yeah. weird way. <laughs> right now well, yeah it's like i guess i guess when they're they're listening to us and hearing us laugh you know with each other now they're actually going to see the the interactions exactly what it looks like when we're doing it. and is it going to be walled off from the podcast is it going to be separated or are you going to throw some content uh back and forth uh great question yeah i know this these eight episodes are standalone eight episodes we're not going to like take the audio and then put it on out as podcasts they'll sort of they'll be as they are but but i mean that is a great question because i mean it's eight interviews with eight pretty like i mean in some instances like huge names legends um and so there might be a place to take some of the the interviews and maybe put those in a podcast but as it stands right now i think crave's the only place you can get it i feel like that's a sales tactic <laughs> well, okay. sign up well in that case like when do people need to sign up uh well i, th- I mean I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm gonna have to get this pitch down actually because i think i'll be doing more conversations about this but no, no. i think you can get like a free trial for for like you know a month or something and we're up uh, on December 21st, so if people are hanging out on the holidays, they can sign up for the free trial for a month, and they could easily binge our eight episodes uh, and then hopefully continue on because there's so much great content on uh, Crate. So are you guys going to be taking uh, Mike on much on the road? 
<laughs> well, we've done two live shows. Uh, we did, we did it. We sold out the Rivoli for a charity thing. Uh, Shane uh, organized a thing for Lupus, and that was great. Uh, that was like our first ever live show. It was super nerve wracking. And then we just did one in September at Just for Laughs uh, with Reggie Watts. And so, to your question of taking it on the road, like, well, I think we'll come to Hamilton and, and love <laughs> well, to like do some live shows. I, I think mean, they home, would be so. disrespected if you didn't go to Hamilton. I <laughs> exactly. feel that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people are into it and we can do one-offs, I mean, we're not we're not looking into into getting into the live touring business or anything. And I think, uh, you know, for the time being, this this show and this podcast is still very much all like a side gig for myself and Shane and definitely for Max as his day job is pretty cool already. Yeah. Um, and so the commitment for something like that is just, it's a lot. And we'd have, we basically with everything, we're just looking at it as a, any opportunity that comes up, we look at it on a case by case basis and see, does it work for us? Can all three of us make this work? And then we usually proceed like that. Does it make creative sense? Is it going to be fun? Cause we, it's, we just want it to be fun, you know, since, since it is, something we do for love now you having a podcast for a few years done a hundred what plus five six i think we're at 117, 117? Right now that are out. yeah yeah do you still have to explain to people what a podcast is <laughs> when they ask you what do you do because well, i know i do I, I was just gonna say i'm sure you go through this yeah for sure you know i mean people know i feel like i feel like the word podcast isn't super foreign now but there is definitely a divide. You know, it's not sort of this this thing that everybody's like, oh, yeah, I listen to the podcast. You still find it's there's there's people that are like, oh, OK. And, and how is that? Where do I see that? And I'm like, oh, you listen to it, whatever. But yeah. but yeah, there's still a little bit of that, even though uh, we've been doing it for a while. Well, I think the or they, or, you know what they think? They think it's like cereal. They'll, they'll be like, yeah. oh, I've heard of cereal. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a different kind of podcast. You know, well, there's, there's all sorts. I think it's still hard with the, the number of different platforms that people can find podcasts on. And they might not, not necessarily find yours on that platform that they listen to that comes with their phone or whatever. Oh, totally. Like that's kind of you're just kind of the luck of the draw. You know, it's like are people downloading on Apple podcasts or are they on Spotify? And it's like if you're not on one of those platforms, you can't even find it. Now I'm sure, like you, like like me, you uh, came up with doing a podcast because you listened to podcasts. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was your first podcast that you listened to, and one that you're still listening to now? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I, I'm a huge, huge NBA basketball fan, and so Bill Simmons actually, who used to be ESPN, he had a, a podcast called The BS Report. This was like maybe 2006 or five, I, I want to say. And so I was, I started to get into his podcast sort of early on, just to sort of, anytime he would talk about basketball, it would just, I, I would consume it. Um, and then from there, uh, Mark Marin, WTF, I got really into Marin to the point where I like, I paid for the subscription and backlogged his like first year or two where he had all these great interviews with like Conan and all these people like Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall that you couldn't get unless you like paid to unlock them. So it was like listening to the, those um and then that it expanded out obviously i got into cereal like everybody else and uh max actually who's on our show is a huge consumer podcast he listens to like because he's on the road all the time so all he really does is to fill the time when he's got downtime is he's just listening to pods so you know it was his idea to start this podcast and i think it's because his genuine love for podcasts really sort of shines through and just sort of his enthusiasm to try something that he liked you know he's like i, I like listening to them so let's make one now, here's a good question. If somebody were to look on your phone and look at the podcast that you've subscribed <laughs> to but haven't listened to in a year, 
Oh, and you go question. like, oh, I need to go to that point. But then you're like, oh, there's 50, oh, there's 60 episodes. Okay, maybe I'm just going to ignore that one. <laughs> Is there one? Man. Yeah, you know what? Well, I'll also like if I see like a specific guest on something that I wouldn't normally listen to, like if one of the kids in the hall is on something, I'll be like, oh, and I'll download that that one or I'll subscribe. And then sometimes I'll get weird stuff in my feed. But, you know, I haven't I haven't had time to listen to Marin in a long time. And those of like WTFs have really piled up. I, I really like the uh, the New York Times Daily, and again, that started piling up, and now it just seems like the good thing is that's kind of you know it says it in the title, it's the Daily, so you don't really have to, you know, go back and listen to a bunch of them. But yeah, would you have one like that? Well, it's oh, for me it is is uh, uh, talk is Jericho because he does twice oh. a week, and if you get busy one week or you know even busy for a month, you're eight behind already, and it's like, and it just keeps piling up. And you just, oh, and then you start man. going through your feed. Go, uh, not really interested in that guest. A hundred percent. And then it's just like, ah, now I'm so far behind. And, and then there's it's hard to because if they're topical, you, there's, yeah. you kind of like that's the one thing we do try to do on our pod a little bit is keep it evergreen. So it's like you're not going to really come in and we'll be like, you know, you will touch on certain current events if they're huge, like a mass shooting sometimes or like a. Trump being elected, whatever, like we'll, we'll discuss it, but we try not to get too into specific news. So that if you tune in, it's more universal being like, you can listen and, you know, you can listen to a podcast from a year and a half ago and it doesn't feel super dated. Whereas like some of the pods, if I miss it, you know, and then time passes, it's like, I'm not going to go back and listen to a current events pod like a month later. Yeah. And, and I guess it's more of, you sort of want to go, well, I, I like the host but I'm not necessarily like the guest. So do you choose to just listen to that first 10 minutes? I know. Or do you just say, <laughs> I'm just going to move on to the next episode. And I'm guessing I, I kind of hear what kind of uh, podcast you like. You like the sort of sit down and chat podcast. Yeah. Um, but do you do you listen to any of the documentaries? You said you like listen to Serial. Do you listen to any others? I guess more uh, of true crime or documentary podcasts? My wife and I got super into Dirty John a while ago, like long before it blew up and became a TV show. I guess it would have been right around the time because I was recommended. Like my brother was like, hey, if you got to go on a drive, we were heading to a cottage and we threw it on and we were like, oh, my God, this thing is so addicting. And that's obviously a true crime one. That was an L.A. Times podcast. I think they've just made that into a TV show with Eric Bana. But uh, I would say that one serial i tried the second serial i actually like the richard simmons pod the the where's <laughs> the richard simmons or or missing or something yes. anyway that one was interesting i mean the dude kind of ran out of gas there when he couldn't quite resolve his uh his 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 show like as they got further and further you're kind of like what's the big reveal going to be and it's like oh he's just kind of doing I, his own thing well i think with with those type of podcasts you kind of need an ending before you yes you you get to your your start it's like doing a documentary and not knowing what the what you know what you're documenting exactly and, and the, the listener ends up kind of feeling it's not let down just a little bit like unresolved they're yeah. just like oh like you tease so many things where you think it's going somewhere and if you don't if it's not going anywhere then it just all kind of falls apart at the end unless he has the reveal and it's two years later and it's <laughs> yeah, ha exactly. i did find him <laughs> he's alive and well exactly so where do you see the the podcast industry going do you see it more of as you say, like there have been podcasts that have gone on and they've gone to TV or have gone to Netflix, gone to streaming services, or is it something where it's just going to be its own little thing and it's kind of fit in between, you know, radio and TV just kind of fits right in that nice little spot. Yeah. People, 
I, I feel like it's its own niche for sure. And I think people are finding it. I know like obviously there's a lot more advertising dollars in it now because you can like you can see who's downloading, when they're downloading, how much they're listening, how much the show listening. Like there's real analytics in a show like that, whereas like yeah, I I mean, I don't know. Like I think people I don't think people should like you like us getting a TV show, that wasn't like a goal of ours or anything like that. Like we just started doing it because we honestly just wanted to like goof around and talk on a podcast and sort of have this like record of things and Max really wanted he liked the idea of me sitting down with these these celebrity guests that obviously we got through Bell Media and it sort of became something I I don't know if like I, yeah, I don't know how much bigger like podcast can come as its own medium like I feel like it's it's become pretty well known I think the people that you know choose to listen to them are the type of people that are very on-demand people in and of themselves but I don't know if it will ever be like so ubiquitous ubiquitous in a way that like a TV show or like a, a television network where people will flip through the channels and be like, oh, I'll stop on this cooking show or, oh, I'll stop and watch a bit of football or whatever that is people watch. It's like it'd be really hard to consume a podcast like this or uh, any podcast. Sorry. So I almost feel like they just by their very nature, they they kind of have to stay specific and niche. You know what I mean? And then every once in a while, you'll have your your sort of rock star podcast like Serial or Dirty John or stuff that really or the Richard Simmons one that kind of cross over and you get people that don't even really listen to podcasts jumping on board. But. Yeah, there's I mean, everybody's got a podcast these days, so it is it's hard to stand out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Where do you think it's going? Uh, I, I really see it just sort of it, it's still like really in its infancy right now. Um, as I said, like I, you know, me, I'm the only one in the house that might listen to podcasts regularly. So until it becomes uh, something where everybody knows and listens to it kind of like the radio or tv it's still going to be growing it's still going to be in that niche i find though like the ones that cross over into tv that's kind of a, a separate idea from what i feel podcasts are like i really don't see i don't i don't see podcasts you know there is maybe a separate section for podcasts as documentaries or fictional stories or maybe, you know, you can classify them audio dramas or something. But I see podcasts, especially the ones I listen to, seem to be better when it's, you know, people sitting down and chatting. Exactly. And, well, I mean, I, how, do you feel that, like, pods can be both, you know, like like a, a show like a serial, like you said, a true crime, and then also sort of talk radio? Oh, they, yeah, they can be both. It's just I, I see the, the ones that, like, if they want to cross over into TV, it seems more of – the audio drama and that sort of fits, you know, the documentary style on TV. Whereas, right. you know, sitting down and chatting with people, that might be something where, you know, talk radio when they broadcast, you know, they also stream on TV. It sort of fits that, you know, it's yeah, almost that two, format. Yeah. That form. It's almost two different formats. And a lot of people sort of mix it up into, to one sort of, this is a podcast. And you might have two different versions. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, I mean, to, to your point about um, like the sort of true crime stuff, it's like there's a built in narrative. So it's easier to make a show out of it. Right. Like it knows where it's going. Like we were saying about uh, maybe what was lacking a bit in that Richard Simmons pod. Whereas like when it's people talking, like I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like you, you put it on tsn and you'll see like the sports guys are just sitting there in the studio with mics yeah. or stern the way that stern yeah. will like film it they're sort of filming live radio and, and for us in our, our tv show we really tried to kind of you know add visual elements yeah. 
so that it doesn't feel like that exact format that you're talking about, because that does feel a little bit, I don't know, if not restrictive, um, maybe just boring to watch. Mm-hmm. So we hope that we've done that. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's, it's so funny. Cause as I'm talking to you, I'm like here at the Bell Media building and people, I actually just got kicked out of that, that uh, booth that I was in and people keep walking by and like giving me the wink and the gun. Cause they just announced like uh, company wide, like the show and like all of our eight guests and all that stuff. So like I'm talking to you, but people are respecting that I'm on the phone. So they're all just like uh, mouthing congrats yeah. and like pointing and shooting the gun. And I'm just like smiling while I'm, I'm talking to you. So if at times I'm just kind of like, it seems like I'm, rambling it's because uh i'm just trying to find a spot to talk to you here it's not on my desk <laughs> no worries at the end of the show i do do a, a fast five five questions first thing that pops in your in your head let let me know the answer okay you ready to okay. go <laughs> i'm ready to go who is your favorite guest noel gallagher of oasis what is your biggest fear going in front of the camera Oh, uh, saying something that will get me fired. <laughs> there is an edit button, though, isn't there? No, there is. That's the only saving grace. I'm I'm actually pretty good with self censoring, but I'm always like, don't make that. You know, you just can't say everything that pops into my head. So I'm just like, you know, poutine or pizza? Pizza. Favorite beer or alcoholic drink? Guinness. Love a pint of Guinness. Favorite place to pick up a shot of Java. Oh, I, I don't drink coffee. Ooh, another one. I'm a, I know. Oh, what? You had someone else? I, I had someone else who would just say, I don't drink coffee. He's like, okay. I know. That's that's cool. People find that one of the weirdest things is that I don't do that. I'm a, I'm a water or juice man in the morning. Well, where, do you, where, do, where do you pick up your juice on the way to work? <laughs> Usually, like, basically, I, I won't do, like, juice is, like, yeah. once every other. Like, you know, it's yeah. not all the time. But if, like, my wife is going to, like, a Tim Hortons, I'll be like, get me an apple juice. <laughs> and where can we find you on the internets? Oh, uh, much.com, Mike on much. Uh, it's like its own section. You can find us uh, on YouTube and Twitter, uh, all Mike on much. Oh, and Instagram at Mike on much, of course, where we're, we're posting a lot, uh, of content. And I think we've kind of been in, as we've been shooting this show the last couple months and I just had a kid and Shane's got a newborn, we've been like neglecting our socials. And I feel like even our podcasts, uh, but we're going to be gearing up with a ton of stuff in the next month as we promote the TV show and then also keeping the pod going, the audio pod. Hey, I, I, I know the feeling when, when, when life crushes you and you get busy at home, the podcast is the last thing that sort of gets dropped or the first thing that gets dropped. Oh, and the I last know, thing gets picked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. But, uh, but you know, got to make choices, but uh, we're happy to be geared. I feel like we're settling in now. First season is shot. It's all edited. I think the first three went out to to screeners, went out to critics and writers today. But uh, we'll see, man. Well, thanks very much for stopping by, and good luck with the show. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Thank you so much for having me on. Man. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. I would like to thank Mike Veerman for chatting with me, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter, at Jason Perry. That's at Jason, P-E-R-R-I-E-R. And use the hashtag chance to chat with if there's someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.